A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Input costs, trade, and bold flavors. These are some of the obstacles and opportunities Associated Milk Producers, Inc. has their eye on. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Cheryl Meschke joins us. She's the current co-president and co-CEO of AMPI, the largest cheese cooperative based in the U.S., Come January, though, she'll be the sole president and CEO. Don DeVelder and myself have served as co-CEOs for the past eight years. Don is retiring, and uh, the board has uh, given me the nod to uh, pursue that as of January 1. Uh, another cool thing about you, first woman elected as head of a co-op. Well, I, yes, I'm proud to work for the dairy farmers of AMPI. Uh, I've worked for them for more than 32 years, and so it indeed is my home. Let's reflect on that career, and, and you had been in the leadership position since 2014. What have you seen change in the industry, and what have you seen stay the same? I think there's really more change in, in those years than than the, all the years prior. Uh, what stays the same is, is working for dairy farmers, there's none better. And there's so much consistency in what they do. Uh, 24-7, 365, they are, are feeding the world in the biggest terms. It's all that supply chain uh, and all the details of that that have really changed since 2014, 2015. Think what, what we've really battled, everything from how to rethink our, our, our labor pool, our talent pool, um, the need for more automation. We're now one of every six days we produce is going globally. There's just so much change, say, in the past 10 years. And so traversing that, whether on the farm or in their manufacturing plant or ultimately going to that customer demands a lot of talent and a lot of focus. Oftentimes change induced because of challenges in the supply chain. What are some of those big barriers that you see in the dairy industry today that may need to spark change here shortly? Well, on the farm, we are seeing cost of production just skyrocketing. Uh, their input costs, anecdotally, different dairy farmers, it, it's gone up as much as two, three, four dollars a hundred weight on the farm. So it begins there. It's all about those dairy farmers, and so that same um, cost structure is going through the entire system to their their cooperative, where again input costs, all the things it takes to make the cheese and the butter which ultimately lands on the shelf or in a restaurant. And we all know uh, the kind of prices we're seeing there. It's really a reflection of an entire system, not just one thing. That's a challenge because we want that consumer to keep turning to dairy and, and to support, uh, well, we're here in Wisconsin, the, the, the dairy products. We talk about those input costs rising for both producers and the processors, and unfortunately, we're reporting right now on deductions on farmer milk checks. Is that something that you know you're aware of? Have you seen a stir amongst your farmer members? Our model is that we manufacture most of our milk through our manufacturing facilities, and so we make cheese, butter, non-fat dry milk, and. Those sales then, what we reap from those sales are put on the milk checks, 
with the the remaining amount really going into the the capital needs of those manufacturing facilities. So as far as a milk check, it's long been dependent. Uh, let's take out the noise on what that consumer is ultimately willing to pay for those dairy products. Have you seen pushback from consumers with higher cheese prices and things like that, especially during a time of inflation? This is something we talk to our brokers about, too. How far can you push that price up before demand starts falling? You bet. We're watching that closely. And, and we have seen some weakening in, in those cheese and, and butter complexes. However, I think it's very important to note that we're still seeing solid consumption. Uh, so let's go back to 2021. Uh, granted, uh, we've had a lot of inflation in 22, but USDA just reported that the U.S. consumer is eating the most dairy, consuming the most dairy they ever have. So again, we need to maintain that confidence, that trust. We'll get through this uh, inflationary period. Any other uh, key issues that stand out to you that are impacting uh, processors and your dairy producers? I really think you've touched on most of those. I I think input costs rule, and we want to maintain uh, our share of that consumer dollar. Any advocacy then that you're doing in Washington, D.C. in regards to the 2023 Farm Bill? Anything in particular that you're pushing? We are are always uh, very active in in Washington, D.C., the AMPI dairy farmer owners. And so we have our eye on, obviously, uh, the risk management tools that are currently in place under the Farm Bill, such as the Dairy Margin Coverage Program, and making sure that that is updated and modernized to meet our our farmers' needs. And there's so many other programs, of course, that that, uh, all feed into this ultimate success Uh, not only risk management tools, but then let's take it another angle and school milk. Uh, All of that feeds into ultimately what our dairy farmer uh, income is going to be. Is trade a part of your conversation? Well, I think we start with the fundamental statistic that about one of every six, maybe one of every five shortly, uh, days of milk are going to be shipped abroad. Is going to be consumed by someone outside of, of our borders. So that trade isn't an option, it's a necessity. And so anything that can further uh, those efforts, and of course, Every trade deal, every country is just a little bit different. But in general, we need the cheese to keep moving, the butter to keep moving, the powder to keep moving in order to maintain our healthy domestic dairy industry. Here we are talking about the past, the present, and now I want to ask you about the future, especially as you take on your sole CEO role here in 2023. What's next for you? What's next for AMPI? Any forecasts for what we can expect in the next couple of years? Sure. AMPI very solidly has uh, its sights, the dairy farm owners, on, on cheese. Uh, that's what we do, and we take a lot of pride in, in our farmers owning the largest cooperatively owned, farmer owned cheese company in the US. Uh, On top of that, they are known for their award winning cheeses. It's everything from jalapeno habanero to a processed cheese that's on a burger. So we'll continue to grow that market share and as I like to say stomach share uh, because our dairy farmers, their milk made into the cheese by really talented cheese makers that we have here at our plants in Wisconsin, 
that's ultimately what the consumer is going to be looking for. Yeah. No, and as you outlined, the stomach share is growing as reported by USDA at least in 2021. Are you finding though that uh, certain varieties of cheese or dairy products are trending higher than others? Absolutely. So, we are finding that consumers want bold flavors. Uh, and so the innovation that we're doing at our plants includes things like a Carolina Reaper pepper in in it's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, maybe not for everyone, but again, it's just one example of, of innovation. Cheryl Meschke reflecting on some of the key priorities for Associated Milk Producers, Inc. as we get ready for the new year. 2023 will also begin Cheryl's sole leadership of AMPI. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.